Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Grand Hefe, and get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion. Let's get it. Hey, how y'all doing, man? Um, First off, Tuesday, June 19th, 2018. Before I start, I just want to give a shout out to my girl, Polly Nubian, birthday today. Happy birthday. Um, now, I started out with that song because for for those of you who, who don't know, uh, that was XSX Tentacion. He got shot yesterday. He's a rapper from Florida. And, you know, as controversy as his life may be, you know, whatever... You know, that can be debated on another, you know, level on another uh, podcast. Uh, we're not going to do that here. But I played that because that sh- that just, it hit me because I'm from Florida, you know. And this is the second, you know, tragedy, murder, you know, not just an accident. We're talking about murder, you know. I ain't going to go into all the details because that's, that's not the point that I'm going to make. Um, but it's the second murder of a, I don't want to say icon, because he, you know, that, that'd be the wrong word to use, uh, I would say that's the second murder of a superstar, I would say, I think that's better, a superstar from Florida, you know, that's, that's actually from Florida, and that's XX Tentacion, who was murdered yesterday in Broward, and then Sean Taylor, the great Sean Taylor, rest in peace to the GOAT. You know, and that gets you to thinking, man, and it's like all that stuff that these rappers and stuff, you know, be saying that, you know, whenever you make it, you got to get out of your hometown because it be the same dudes from your hometown that don't want to see you make it and ready to off you. This is the second time, and it happened to be from a state that I'm from, and 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 that's why you know, uh, it kind of hit me because it's from a state that I'm from. Like I grew up, born and raised in Florida, born in Tallahassee, Florida. Lived there until my grandmother got sick, you know, and then we moved away, uh, you know, to a small town in Greenville. But that's that's my state, and you know, it's crazy that all these, you know. People that we see on TV are the, are the ones that's getting killed, you know. 
So I bring that up to also bring to like the Sterling Brown situation. You know, the guy, the um, the Milwaukee Bucks rookie, who who was involved in an incident, uh, in the Walgreens, and I believe it was January January twenty sixth. Uh, he he went into a Walgreens. He double parked. You know, crossed the handicap. It was like two or three in the morning or something like that. Um, he double parked in the Walgreens. When he came out. Uh, and all of this is, is on the is on the internet for you to see. The officer uh, was wearing a camera, but uh, I'm just gonna run through it and and get to the point. Uh, he came out of the the Walgreens and and the officer was just standing by his car. So he's walking to his car and he gets up to his car and the officer say like, step back. And he's like, what you mean like step back? Like you ain't even introduce yourself. You ain't you ain't. I'm, and and this is you know. Just me paraphrasing, like, and he he didn't say this, but obviously, if you walk into your car and somebody telling you to get back, you like for what? Like, what you mean get back? Like, you an officer and you ain't telling me why you here? Obviously, just give me my ticket, man. Obviously, I know I double park. Like, you know, just give me my give me my my, my five hundred dollar fine to a thousand dollar fine or two fifty to five hundred dollar fine, and we both can be on our way, sir. I appreciate you for being a good a good you know citizen of the law. But instead, this officer, you know, like, puts his hand out, like, get back. And he's like, what? Like, he's like, get back. So, you know, they they go into talking. This guy calls backup. He calls, like, 10 cars, you know, or I don't know what was going on because about 10 different units showed up. And he, he keeps telling everyone, every one of the units that, that that show up, all I wanted was one. I don't know why they sent, sent uh all of you down here. He he says that to every one of the units. You know, like five or six police officers uh stand around Sterling Brown at his car, you know. They they getting real hostile with him, you know. Then they take him down and they stun him. More of the story, you know. For 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 what should have been a simple parking ticket. Cuz I was parked illegally in a handicapped zone. Now, I bring up that incident because he's also suing the Milwaukee Police Department, and one he claims that one of the officers on Facebook posted after Game One of the NBA Finals, "I wish Jr. would 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 double park and handicap in the Walgreens in Milwaukee." Now, I bring all of that up to say. This is the reason why Colin Kaepernick did what he did. Because now there's reports that the several civil rights groups are asking the NFL to, to, uh, to change their NFL policy on the national anthem. Now, for those of you who don't know, last year and the years before, um, the NFL... Um, didn't have a national anthem policy. It was just everybody was out in the field. You can do whatever you want. It was up to the teams, the owners, or whatever. Uh, it it was up to the to the owners to find whatever players or make your own rules on 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 why that happened. So this year, a couple months back. The NFL proposed the policy, not proposed, they put it into play, uh, that you, if you are now 
on the field at the time of the national anthem, you must stand for the national anthem. But you don't have to. You don't have to be out there on the field for the national anthem if you don't want to. Now, to me, that's a bogus policy. Now, before I get into, you know, the policy, I'm going to say this because I know there's a lot of people mad that they even have a policy or, you know, they say, you know, it's the freedom of speech. You know, we we, we are in America, you know, that they can't just tell you that you what you got to do. OK, so uh, I'm going to say this right here. Um, You go to your job. And you go tell your boss what you're not going to do. Because as long as you're working for that employer and you signed on that dotted line, listen, they can enforce any policy they want to. The NBA have it. The WNBA have it. Major League Baseball have it. Hockey have it. Every All these other leagues have it where the players have to stand for the national anthem. That way there's no confusion. That way there's no anything you work for them what you mean they can't tell you what what you can and can't do because you have a freedom of speech regardless of whether we like it or not that's a different topic on whether we like that they can do that or not of course we don't like that anybody that somebody can just tell you what you have to do of course not but you work for that employer and that employer can set any rules that that employer wants. And if you don't want to deal with it, then guess what you can do? You cannot work for that employer. Go find you another place of an employment. And it, it's literally just that simple. You know, they can't tell you what to do because it's freedom of speech. Yeah, you go try that at your job right now. Go tell your boss right now. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Your boss tell you, listen, you're going to tuck your shirt in. And you will say, no, nah, I ain't going to tuck my shirt in. Guess what you're going to be doing? Finding another place of employment. So it's, it's ridiculous that people say that they shouldn't tell them what to do. They making you millions of dollars. Yeah, man, we understand that. But you work for me. Simple. You work for me. I tell you what to do. You don't tell me what to do. Now, back to the main point that when, when they made this rule that you can be out on the field if you want to, see, that's the dicey gray area. Because if you're going to do that, you might as well let the players keep kneeling. Because what happens when, when one player comes out after the National Anthem is played? Everybody already know this rule. Everybody know the rules. And, and if everybody don't know the rules... Guess what's going to happen? They're going to be plastering it all on your TV screens for like the first six or seven weeks, maybe the whole season, maybe all 16, 17 weeks. 
They're gonna be plastering it. Even in the even in the playoffs, they're probably gonna be plastering it on your screen that players that do not have to come out. And and guess what them announcers gonna be doing every time a player don't come out for the national anthem? They're gonna be calling their name out right on broadcast. So what is that gonna do? That's gonna cause these reporters to be asking questions. But maybe that's what the NFL want. Maybe the NFL wants people to 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 know what's going on. You know, my thing is. Before 2009, we didn't even care about the National Anthem. The players wasn't even even out on the field on the National Anthem. Now, I have my own beliefs because, listen, man, I, I served in the military. I went I went there and did that, raised my hand for it. Hey, more power to anybody that kneeled for the, that, 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 that kneel for the anthem. I won't because, like I say, I went, and, I went and served. But I have no problem with people kneeling, you know. But I think that's the NFL a narrative, or that's their prerogative. They want people to question these guys who don't come out for the anthem. Because it's literally no different. It's no different from kneeling. You still know who you you still know who ain't gonna be out there. You're gonna be noticing, especially let one of these big name uh guys do it. Oh man, listen, we're gonna be on it. We're gonna be on it. So these groups are asking them to 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 reverse the policy, revise it, which I think they should. I think the NFL. Listen, if the NFL don't want that to be a problem, the NFL should most definitely go ahead and come out with a rule to say, listen, everybody's going to be out on, on the field for the anthem. Everybody's going to stand. You're not gonna. You either going to put your hand over your heart, or you're going to put your hand to your side, or you're going to put your hand behind your back. However, you pay normal respects to the flag or for the anthem while the flag is being displayed. That's what we're going to do. and It ain't going to be that you can come out if you want. You can stay in if you want. Listen, no, eliminate that. The NBA don't have that problem because guess what? All, what, 15 players are standing on the court. So 15 from both teams. So listen, they, listen, they kill that. Major League Baseball, everybody get down first base or third baseline. Uh, either team, whichever side you want. So it eliminates that. <laughs> um, the NFL. Listen, if you wanna, if you wanna kill this policy, you, if you wanna kill any discussion about your policy, well, there's still gonna be discussion, but discussion about questioning, you know, o- about unclearness. Revise the policy and say everybody's gonna stand, everybody's gonna be out on the field, and you're gonna pay normal respects. You're not gonna raise your hand. We may not like it, but let me tell you what. Um, we, um, we, you, you may not like it, but you work for them. So either you deal with it or you don't. Either you want to get paid millions of dollars and just stand for what? Two minutes of your time or you, or or you're not going to deal with it. Now there was an owner. I cannot remember which owner it was. Uh, he came out and said, that since a lot of these fans want to be so patriotic, basically, I'm paraphrasing and kind of, you know, misquoting what he's saying, but it's you, you'll get my point. Since you fans care so much about the players kneeling and all that stuff doing the national anthem, we ain't going to sell no concessions at the during the times of the national anthem. 
which I think is brilliant because see a lot of these fake Patriots who who supposedly mad because the players was kneeling. Now we're gonna get to see how mad you are when you can't go buy that beer and you gotta go miss the game portions of the game because they ain't selling it uh during the national anthem time. You better get there early or you better wait till till halftime. I like that. I like that idea. I wish all the owners would do that. I wish all the own I wish the NFL would impose that rule right there too. That listen, uh we ain't gonna sell no concessions during the time of the national anthem. Let's see how now let's see how 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 mad you really are. Because I guarantee you, listen, man, most of you guys during the National Anthem, if you're watching the game at home, if you care so much about players kneeling, while, while you're sitting down on your couch drinking a beer during the National Anthem, eating some chips or some or a hot dog or a burger, while, while you mad because players are, are, are kneeling while you're doing the same thing, you sitting on your butt, or you in the kitchen getting you some food or in the bathroom, using the bathroom at the time of the national anthem. That way you don't miss the game. But you mad because players are kneeling. That's a little bit hypocritical to me. That's a wee bit hypocritical. A wee bit, I mean just 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 a teeny bit. That you can criticize somebody else for doing the exact same thing that you're doing. At the very same moment, you're criticizing them, but you're doing the exact same thing that they're doing. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. So we're going to see what the NFL is, 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 is going to be doing. Uh, I doubt that they're going to change it. I doubt Roger Goodell is going to change anything. Um, if I know Roger Goodell, like I know Roger Goodell, uh, he's stubborn. So I don't see... I don't see um I don't see him changing it. I think we're going to go into the season with the same um, with with the same policy as we have now. If you want to come out doing the anthem, you can if you uh but you're going to stand and you're going to pay respects or you can sit in the locker room and then come out after the national anthem. Crazy policy to me, but I think that's what the NFL want. They want to have that chatter, they want to have that discussion uh I guess until almost kind of like trying to shame them into not doing it uh so they won't be bombarded with the questions but i don't think the real ones like a malcolm gene because i don't think those guys are care anyways so um we'll see how that policy goes um staring standing in the nfl um julio jones has been uh holding out of uh mandatory camp and, and uh voluntary workouts uh i know t.o was on uh espn a few weeks back saying that he had already uh been training uh, he's been training with guys like Julio Jones. So now the Falcons are saying that they're uneasy about um, Julio Jones hanging out with, with T.O. And I honestly don't know why T.O. get this bad rap, man. Like, uh, I, I honestly don't get it. Like, uh, all I know is T.O. Is, is, is a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Should have been first ballot Hall of Famer. Never should have had to... Never should have had to uh never should have had to wait to get in the Hall of Fame. But people that's another thing too. Uh they need to definitely change that um that rule because you get so many better people up there who's not voting for guys who 
definitely should be in the Hall of Fame. Chris Carter should have never had to wait. Got some of the best set of hands I've ever seen. Catches everything out front. Never lets anything touch his body. Kind of reminds me, that's who um, Odell Beckham reminds me of, of a Chris Carter. Catches everything out front. Never let anything gets, uh, get to the body. But T.O. should have never had to wait. He, I mean, that that was just, that was, that was, that was pathetic. And that was just, it, 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 it honestly shows you how petty those, um, those voters are. But anyways, all I know is T.O. played in the Super Bowl on a broken leg and was still the best player. All I know is T.O. was one of the hardest working players that I've ever seen. I don't care about the locker room stuff. All I know is he showed up to work every single day, hurt, uh, in, injured, healthy, didn't matter. That's that's all I know. All I know is T.O. is 44 years old, and he still runs a 4-4-3. I know I can name you probably 10 receivers right now that, that right now in their 20s don't run a 4-4-3. T.O. doing it at 44 years of age. So, if anything, you should be happy that Julio Jones is working out with T.O. because he's getting that 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 dog mentality. That's what you want out of your star receiver. Julio Jones is what, 6'4", 6'5", 220-something pounds? And I believe Julio is still running like a 4'3", 4'4", 40. That's who you want him to train with. You want him to train with T.O. Like, miss me with all that off with all that off the field issues. All I know is he never ha- he's never been arrested. That's the only off the field issues I know. A guy that's never been arrested. Like, how, how can a guy have so many question marks for a guy who's never been in trouble with the law? Always been a been a great teammate on the field. Breaks his leg and still plays. And still, what, he had like nine catches or something like that? Come on, man. Like, that's Atlanta Falcons. That's who you want your superstar receiver to to be working out with. That's who you want him to be working out with. You uneasy because of of what? You never had T.O. on your team. And you, I'm guessing you know everything, right? Come on, man. I'm tell you what. If I'm the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Dan Quinn and 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 um, the boy that came from Alabama, offense coordinator Sarkeesian. If 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 I'm them, listen, I, I, I'm happy. Forget what Arthur Blank talking about. Listen, I'm happy. Maybe he'll get some more work at. Maybe because because the way he's dropping balls last year in in, in the playoffs. I don't know how people can consider him as the best receiver in the league. I, the, he, he's definitely in my top three, but I don't know how anybody said. I'm, I'm guessing because they just thinking about how big and how strong he is. Listen, man, give me Odell Beckham or give me um, Tony Totap, Antonio Brown any day of the week over over Julio any day of the week. I'll take Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown any day. In any day, on any field, any weather. Odell Beckham runs a 4-4. Big hands can run any route in the route tree. Any route. Fluid routes. 
catches everything with his hands. Minimum drops. Tony Totap, over 100 catches every every single year, seemed like. He runs any routes. Curls, slants. See, I'm a, I'm a fan because I play receiver. Now, I'm a fan of guys who actually run routes. It's a lot of guys in the NFL, they just run because they fast. They just run and turn. Like, like, I was always a guy because I wasn't that fast. I had to use technique. So, I was always a guy who ran crisp routes. I mean, just hit you here, go that way, slant, I'm, 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 I'm stemming you outside, and I'm break, like, everything is, 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 is motion, and that's, and that's how Odell Beckham runs his route, if, if, if you watch Odell Beckham, especially when he, when he runs his double moves, he really, like a, like a, like a sluggo, slant and go, he really, boom, 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 stem outside, break inside, and he, and he hit that slant for two or three, and plant that left foot and go, if, if, you know, listen, Give me Odell Beckham. To me, honestly, Odell Beckham is, and this goes back to kind of like the Jordan-LeBron situation, the way that I compare um, Odell Beckham to Antonio Brown. While I think Michael Jordan is the best basketball player to ever live, and right now I think Antonio Brown is the best receiver in, in, in the league, I think Odell Beckham and LeBron James have more talent than the than 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 the first two that I named. You know, while they the best, I think the other two have the most talent. You know, um, so I think Odell Beckham have the most talent out of him and Antonio Brown. But I don't, I couldn't say he's the best receiver. You know, uh, Tony Totap has been doing it for a long time. Odell is on his way. I think Odell Beckham is the second best receiver. So I go Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, and then Julio. Um, to, to round out that top three. And then after that, you know, it's up for debate. You can name, you know, a litany of receivers. Uh, but give me give me Odell Beckham over everybody. But I recognize Tony Totap is the best receiver in the league. Odell Beckham is a beast, though. Uh, hopefully he, he he's recovering real well. I'll be watching videos on Instagram on him. Um, and he looks like he's, he, he's getting back into form. So I'm hoping he have a big season this year. Prove a lot of people wrong. Um, Athlon Sports uh, released their top five uh, players. Uh, you know, they named Tom Brady at uh, number one, uh, Tony Totap, Antonio Brown at number two. Three was Le'Veon Bell, his teammate. Four was Aaron Donald. Uh, and five was uh, Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, that gets people to talking about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. You know, uh, is Tom Brady deserving a number one? And I'm going to say this. Tom Brady is more than deserving of number one. He's more than deserving of number one. I think he's still the best quarterback in the NFL. And let me tell you why I say he's he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Because everybody talks about Rodgers. Oh, my God. See, and Aaron Rodgers is in that conversation as well as I was just saying. To me, Tom Brady is the better quarterback. I think Aaron Rodgers is the more talented quarterback. It, he he's in that same situation. But this is this is this is how I know Tom Brady is deserving of the number one spot that he's in. And in this, we always talk about if Aaron Rodgers had this, if Aaron Rodgers had that, if he had this, oh man, 
he he would be going to the Super Bowl. Let me tell you, let me tell you what. We always say every year we go into the NFL season and we're asking what? Who is Brady going to throw the ball to? This guy has never outside of Randy Moss had a reliable guy that he can that he can actually get the ball to, a actual number 1 receiver. These guys like Julian Edelman and and uh, Wes Welker, these guys wasn't number one. They just caught a lot of balls because of the offense that that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady runs. I mean, not Bill Belichick, cause he 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 don't really do the offense. Uh, the Allen guy, the young guy, um, and Brady, you know, but he's never had that number one outside of Randy Moss. We go into every single season asking who he's gonna throw the ball to. We said the same thing this year where they let um. Where they let Brandon Cooks go to the Rams. Where they let... I appreciate y'all for that, though. Uh, appreciate you, uh, Bill. Uh, but they let Brandon Cooks go. Uh, Elderman has now been accused of uh, PD use. Um, Amendola, uh, they let go. So, we, we're we asking the same questions this year. Who is he going to throw the ball to? And watch he get it done like he do every single year. This guy's been to eight Super Bowls. He's been to the last two. He's been to the last, what, like four out of like six or something like that? I mean, listen. This guy, every single year, we asking those questions. And Tom Brady seems to be right at top of the MVP discussions. The MVP, yeah, the MVP discussions every single year. The Patriots are always in the Super Bowl. I mean, are always in the playoffs, deep in the playoffs. And we're sitting here, keep talking, if if Rodgers had this, if Rodgers had that, if Rodgers had this. Well, Brady don't have that. The only thing he got is Bill Belichick. Because <laughs> that seems to be the common denominator, that he don't have the same coach as as um, as Tom. But he, but he got, but he's better, right? You're supposed to will your team. See, and another thing I like about Brady is Brady don't have to wow you with his arm 40, 50 times a game. Brady know when to check it down to a run, and we're going to run the ball 40 times this game, and I'm only going to throw like 15 passes. And then he knows those games where he can throw 50 passes and only on and only have 10 runs. And that's what I like about him. I hate Brady, but that's what I like about him. Like, he's a genius. I like I, I, I despise Brady because I'm a, I'm a Peyton guy. So I have to hate Brady naturally. But but you can't deny the greatness that he displays season season in and season out and what he's already forty? Listen, uh and he's been to eight Super Bowls. So that brings me to the interesting comparison that we always talk about, you know, rings, where where so many of these analysts can say that Brady that Rogers is better than Brady, but yet Brady got the more titles uh than Rogers. He's been the eight. Rodgers only been the one. Granted, Rodgers won that one that he did go to. But how long ago was that? I think I was in basic training the last time uh, when 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 Rodgers won a Super Bowl. And that was what in twenty eleven, I believe it was. That's that's a long time ago. Like nobody nobody cares about what you did when when you was in your fifth sixth year. Like no, like it's time to show and prove who you are. That. All these other people are, are 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 raving about. Like, if you're as good as you say you are, and he's had the team, he was hurt last year, but he's he's had the teams.
to, to to get it done. So you know Brady Brady another thing Brady's never had a top notch running back and he always gets it done. So the excuses that flows for Brady, I mean for um for Rodgers is just is is sickening because it's like why 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 is Aaron Rodgers getting so many passes? He he doesn't deserve to get the amount of passes that he's getting. If you had if you are as great as people say you are. Correct? Correct. Moving on. The Spurs uh interesting, man. Um they say they're not going to trade uh Kawhi within the conference. And listen, I said it whenever the the news broke that um why would they be stupid like Cleveland? to trade their star player within a conference. So that so another team is getting better in their conference and we're getting worse. That makes no sense to me. Cleveland did it. I that and I said that didn't make any sense to me. So now the reports is Pop is not trying to trade him nowhere in the West, which is smart if, if you're Pop. Especially tra- talking about trading him to a team that could potentially have LeBron James and Paul George. That's that 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 doesn't make any sense to me. So this is going to be an interesting dynamic to see uh, if they do trade them and where they do trade them and where they trade them to. Uh, now, like I said, also they'll be stupid to not trade him because next year he's walking regardless. He don't want to play for you no more. And and do you really think that I know I hear people saying. Well, maybe time will tell. Time heals all wounds. Maybe he'll want to play. It he'll he'll want to stay if he stay there this year. But let me tell you why I think that's not going to happen. And I say it's not going to happen for this very reason right here. If I don't want to be with you, if I don't want to stay here with you, if I don't want to, if I don't want to partake in anything that you have, you making me stay here. It's not gonna make that easier for me to 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 want to stay with you, no. Because now you're forcing me instead of just letting it happen, right? <laughs> I mean, he he's told you I don't want to be here no more. I want to go here, and you saying no. We gonna you you gonna stay here. This how we gonna do this, and he's like no, like no. This is not how we gonna do this. Because I want to go play in L.A. <laughs> I don't think you understand that. I, I want to go play in L.A. That's that's what I want to do. And you keeping me from doing that. So, we'll see. We'll see how, uh, we'll see how, how, how that's, how the Spurs handle that, you know, uh, handle that situation with Kawhi, I think they will trade him because I don't think that Popovich is stupid enough to let him walk for nothing. Uh, I don't know if they're still going to have their meeting or not, him and Kawhi Leonard, but uh, I'm pretty sure Pop is not stupid enough to let Kawhi Leonard walk for nothing and not get anything for him, um, especially knowing that he's going to walk anyways. So that, that situation... We'll see how that plays out. Maybe there could be a trade at the draft, um, in the draft, um, 
coming up, uh, I believe it's on Thursday, the draft. So we'll see. Maybe Kyrie could be traded by the draft. We'll see. CP3 has been rumored lately, reported lately, to be recruiting LeBron very, very hard, as he should. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work out. I've said this before, too. LeBron said in the Lee Jenkins interview, he's not playing for anything less than the max. Chris Paul wants the max. James Harden is already making the max. So how Houston is going to be able to afford all three of them and keep a roster intact for LeBron, enticing enough for LeBron, I think three superstars can get it done. What I'm saying is it's going to be hard if you're not if you're not even going to be able to have anybody to fill out your roster. Ryan Anderson will still be there because they have to because when they gave him that 80-something million dollar contract a couple years ago, I was like, what? Everybody just getting paid. That's the time when I was saying that I should have that I should have uh, been um, playing basketball. I'm like, shoot, I, I need to go get me a trial. Everybody, everybody just making eighty million, you know. Which, which had the NFL players kind of all crazy on Twitter, like they was putting funny stuff, like I'm playing the wrong sport, and that's why Julio Jones is holding out because he was trying to get his money. NFL contracts aren't guaranteed, like like basketball. Ryan, uh, Ryan Anderson, he's finna get all of that eighty something mil. If Julio Jones sound like an 80-something mil, only maybe like 40, 40 or 50 would be guaranteed. So, uh, but then have Ryan Anderson maybe on the roster. Maybe that'll help him getting passes from LeBron James. Maybe that'll get his confidence up to shooting the ball how he's supposed to be shooting the ball when you're making 20-plus million dollars a year. Uh, but the rest of that roster, I don't know how the rest of that roster will, will, will be able to shake up if you paying three max players. I, so I just don't see how how Houston is going to work uh, unless all of these guys plan on taking less money. I mean, Draymond is doing it. Clay is doing it. Uh, KD is doing it. Back in Miami, LeBron and Chris Bosh and D-Wade, all, all of them took less money uh, so they can make that work and fill out the roster. So we'll see. I mean, LeBron said he's not playing for anything less than the max. So we'll see. And, and Chris Paul wants the max. So we'll see how that works out. Uh how that works out with them and see if Houston is going to be willing to pay those pay those guys the max salaries and be able to build a good enough roster uh, behind uh, LeBron James, Chris Paul, and CP3 because I think that, that will be dominant. LeBron wouldn't have to be on the ball as much as he is now. Uh, he can let CP3 and James Harden run the offense and he can do what he's supposed to do and get on the block and kind of conserve energy. Uh, and and play better defense than he did this year because he has so much of a of a of a heavy load. So we'll just be watching the LeBron sweet states and see how that works out. That's gonna be it for today, guys. Um, make sure you guys come back every single weekday, Monday through Friday, here on Radio Public. Give you give you guys a hand. And I'll see you guys, Grand Hefe.